Hey, what's up? Hello, everybody. Alex Kapitko here, centered from Reality Podcast. It's Sunday. I don't usually do podcasts on Sunday, so I guess it's a little treat. I am anyways sitting here watching the wind come in again, watching the snow start to fall. It's day N of seeing cold and snow. You know, it was kind of sunny this morning, so I was able to get out for that. Thank God, but cooling off again, but I'm pretty addicted to the show Outer Banks. The new season's out, so hey, you know, you feel kind of warm watching that while they're out on the beach, watch some drama, romance, treasure hunting, so that'll probably be me tonight, but anyways, the reason I am doing this Sunday special here today is because we have some new revelations about the lab leak theory, and I think some of my more long-term listeners or listeners of the old podcast, know that I have kind of been closely interested, closely following the lab leak theory. Little disclaimer before I get going, I I do believe that it is probably more likely, even though I am open to the evidence. If we ever get an absolute answer, I will totally go with that. I'm not in it for the conspiracies, but I have always been really interested in the lab leak theory, and to me, Occam's razor and just everything I've kind of read on it it would not surprise me if it came from a lab. And just a refresher, the lab leak hypothesis is the hypothesis that SARS-CoV-2, which is the virus that caused the COVID-19 pandemic, escaped from a laboratory in Wuhan, China. And in this case, it escaped from the Wuhan Institute of Virology, which is a real lab right next to the city of Wuhan, which I has which I think has like 10 or 11 million people, but You know, the speculation begins when you talk about how there's been no confirmed animal source for COVID-19, which is different from MERS and COVID-1, or SARS-CoV-2, right? The original COVID uh, pandemics or whatever you want to call them. There's the lack of the animal source, like I said, and then you have this giant virology lab right next to the city that it started in. And from my understanding, and I, I remember The Economist even mentioned this, this Wuhan Institute of Virology does a lot of extensive coronavirus research. And a lot of Americans and a lot of other governments think that there's a high chance that maybe it did come from here. And there have been government reports out of the United States and internal uh, Chinese documents that have been consistently concerned about China's biosafety procedures. And then you also do hear about people getting sick in the area months before the pandemic really started. And so... Anyways, that is my really big, quick Spark Notes version of the lab leak theory. And so the reason I talk about this today is because there's a new report from the Wall Street Journal, and it talks about how, in quotes, a lab leak was most likely the origin of the COVID-19 pandemic. And it was the Wall Street Journal that, I guess, broke this story exclusively. But now if you go throughout the internet, Pretty much everyone's covering it from Fox News to the Washington Post to CNN. So it's not like it's only the Wall Street Journal because sometimes the Wall Street Journal's opinion section can be a little bit um, biased, I guess would be the best way to put it. But anyways, the Wall Street Journal reports here in quotes, Today, the U.S. Energy Department has concluded that the COVID pandemic most likely arose from a laboratory leak, according to a classified intelligence report recently provided to the White House and key members of Congress. And... I'll start by saying this is kind of a big change for the energy department because for the last couple of years, the department has kind of stayed neutral and hasn't really spoken out on whether there's, this was a natural occurrence or if it was coming from a lab. And so this is a big deal, right? We, 
we hear that all of a sudden now it seems like this could be coming from a lab instead of a natural occurrence like a lot of people have also said happened. Like we're, we're kind of going back and forth here. It's kind of like a game of ping pong. And moving on, though, I bet in the next few days we are going to see, I guess, the less genuine people on on platforms like Fox News. I'm sure Joe Rogan will bring this up. Others with strong and absolute opinions. And they'll be saying that this new report confirms that the virus absolutely came from a lab. I'm sure we will see more Fauci finger pointing, more grift, more blaming the government, more anti-vaccine rhetoric. And like I said, while I do still believe that the virus is more likely to have come from a lab, I think we need to actually break down what this Wall Street Journal report from today talks about because the answer is really not 100% it came from a lab still. It's more complicated, and I think it just shows almost the nuance of our different agencies and how they look at these matters, but it also shows to me how there's still a chance we are never going to know what the hell happened. And I guess the gist of it is that our different government agencies are torn on whether the virus came from a lab or from nature. The article is just noteworthy, I guess, because the Energy Department has joined the FBI in believing that it came from a lab. And while the Energy Department and the FBI believe it came from a lab, they both do so for different reasons, I guess, or they've looked at different information, whatever it may be. And they're actually not in the majority of U.S. agencies. What I mean here is a lot of the U.S. agencies either don't have an opinion or believe that it occurred in nature and was a zoonotic transmission, meaning it came from an animal to a human. And the Wall Street Journal here writes in quotes, the Energy Department now joins the Federal Bureau of Investigation in saying the virus likely spread via a mishap at a Chinese laboratory. However, four other agencies, along with a national intelligence panel, still judge that it was likely the result of natural transmission. Two are also undecided. And I should note, by the way, that the CIA is one of those that's undecided. So, uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, I have to say when I first saw this this morning, I'm going, holy crap, like, finally they're admitting that this came from a lab. There must be some sort of smoking gun or some sort of bombshell or something like that. And I hate to say this, but this article really is talking about how the jury is still out and we still don't have a complete grasp on what happened here. But for those who do believe it came from a lab, there is some news, I guess, coming from this because we have to remember that the Energy Department has considerable scientific expertise and I was doing a little bit of research and the department does oversee a huge vast network of national laboratories and some of these do conduct advanced biological research so it's not like this department is just you know pulling this investigation out of nowhere and going along with it like they do know what they're talking about and I should note though that and and this complicates things even more for this article is that the energy department has said that it's judgment was made with low confidence. So again, if you hear any talking heads this week, especially the Tucker Carlson's, who I imagine will talk about this, if you hear him say it's proven now it came from a lab, just remember that the Energy Department has made this judgment with low confidence. And I don't think I need to really explain much more about what that means, but it does not add a lot of certainty to this. But moving on, I actually think the fact that the FBI made its judgment that this came from a lab back in 2021 is more interesting. And also the FBI actually made this judgment with high to moderate reasons, which I haven't actually been able to find what they are classified, I'm imagining. 
But the FBI actually seems fairly certain that this came from a lab. And also, I mean, the FBI does know what they're doing as well. The Wall Street Journal discusses how the FBI employs microbiologists, immunologists, and other scientists. And it's also supported by the National Bioforensic Analysis Center, which was established in Maryland to analyze anthrax and other biological threats. So again, these guys know what the hell they're doing as well. I should also note that maybe there's a reason, I guess, why the energy department has made this shift into saying it came from a lab. Apparently, intelligence officials familiar with the report and familiar with what's happening says that it was done in light of new intelligence, further study of literature, mainly academic and scientific literature, and consultation excuse me, with experts outside government. Again, very vague. I'm assuming a lot of this stuff will never get into my eyes ever. But it does sound like maybe there's been some new revelations that have led, led in this direction. And, of course, that's kind of hard to... <laughs> Hard to know what that could be because when the World Health Organization actually went to the Wuhan lab, I think it was in 2021, early 2021, they basically said there was no reason to look into the data to see if any gain-of-function research had been done, which always raised red flags for me when the guys investigating don't even want to maybe go down that road. Anyways, I don't want to go down that, down that rabbit hole, but I do wonder what this new information is when we're not getting anything out of... China on this, but it is an interesting update for sure because we are now seeing kind of this split in our own government agencies and some which are bipartisan. It's not like, you know, Donald Trump Jr. or something or Joe Rogan are running these agencies. These are just bureaucrats who are doing the research and some of them are coming up with evidence that the lab theory is possible. And I think that is interesting because we had a, a litany of scientists over the last year come out and say that it was no way coming from a lab it was a zoonotic disease then you have one about once a year like i said earlier you have a report coming out saying that maybe this did come from a lab people were sick months before covid started there's bad safety protocol in the lab the eco health alliance and the nih might be cooperating with these organizations and no more like like there's just this is one of those situations again that employs the fire hose of falsehood in my opinion is where there's so many things going on that the whole system has just been flooded with shit and we don't know what to believe anymore. But I do trust our government agencies more or less to actually be able to get through the shit that's being flooded and to give us some answers. And so the fact that the FBI and the Department of Energy have these thoughts, I think it's worth listening to. Now, getting into the other side of this, of course, this will definitely play into Republicans' hands because they've been calling for this investigation into the origins of COVID for a long time. And I'm sure they're getting all excited about this. And I haven't watched the Sunday talk shows, but I'm sure some of them are on there talking about this. But I should also note that I want there to be an investigation into the origins of COVID because I think it's good news and I think we do need to know. And I, I know there's some people who don't really care whether it came from a lab or whether it came from nature. I think we need to know, like, I think we need to know if it came from a lab. The only reason I say that is because it means that Scientists trying to do the right thing might have inadvertently caused a pandemic that's killed millions. And I think we need to know that we shouldn't try to play God if that's what's happening, right? It's never bad to do these tests and experiments, but if they're applied poorly or if we have negligence involved in them, then we should know that maybe we can cause something like this and not do it anymore. And so I'm glad we're having investigations. I'm glad people are still covering this. I think it's important. Now, before I'm out of here, I just want to kind of I guess get into my analysis or ranting or whatever you want to call it here. 
So I'm a I'm a huge proponent fan, whatever you want to call it, of Occam's razor. Basically, the idea that the most obvious answer is the most likely to be true. The simplest explanation is more likely to be true than the ones that are complex or require a lot of speculation or grasping for straws. Like, you don't want to spend all of your time speculating about something that would really be difficult, right? You want to just kind of assume that the most obvious solution is the right one. So anyways, Occam's razor is hard in the case of lab leak versus natural infection in this case, because both of them seem kind of like an Occam's razor. What I mean here is that a lot of scientists think the virus spilled into human populations through bats. So natural zoonosis, right? And this has happened with previous SARS-CoV-1 and the MERS-CoV outbreaks. And throughout history, usually uh, pandemics begin because of some sort of natural zoonotic infection, right? Also, all you have to do is look at the proximity between humans and animals in a lot of Chinese markets. Look at a lot of Chinese wet markets, the preparation of food. Look at the health standards in some of these places. I don't, I've never thought it was racist to say that. I think it's true is that you have some countries where the proximity to animals and bacterial or, or and viral infections is just more common. So it would not be surprising, and it seems like a natural pandemic would be a very simple explanation for this. But then there's a big but here. You know, Lab League also seems like a simple explanation here because, as I've talked about, the Wuhan Institute of Virology sorry, is located right next to the city of 11 million people where the pandemic is reported to have started. And then there was a, I think it came out of the Wall Street Journal, or sorry, the Washington Post about back in 2021, that there were reports of scientists working at the lab having respiratory viruses, you know, back in October, September of 2019, right before the pandemic really started. Also, you hear about the lab was focused on studying zoonotic, usually bat viruses, and it had kind of bad safety protocols. The relevant thing I think of would be like, you know, we have this East Palestine train derailment, which has led to toxic chemicals in the water and atmosphere in East Palestine. And it would almost be like if people are, you know, having rashes after this train derailment and the chemicals, and then people in the media or the community say, oh, it wasn't the train crash that did this, even though the train crashed right next to the city. It's like that would be the side of Occam's razor is like, yes, there's a there's something right next to where this started that might have been the culprit. Right. And I guess that's the tough part for me here is that nature is wildly dangerous. Right. Nature is very likely to kill us all at some point. But then again, sometimes overcompensation to control nature through science is also very dangerous. And I think when you push the conspiracy theories and the COVID denialism aside, I think there's something true about how just because we can do something doesn't mean we should. And it wouldn't surprise me. You kind of have a chicken or the egg type of situation. Like, do you wait for the virus to happen and then try to get a vaccine for it or to develop treatments for it? Or do you study similar viruses so when the big one comes, you already have something in the quiver, something in the arsenal? It's a tough one. Now, I will say, and this is kind of a criticism of a lot of the people that support lab leak theory. I do think that some on the more reactionary right or on the anti-vaccine side, the speculators, the conspiracy theorists, whatever you want to call them, they seem to want to rely on the lab leak theory because for them, I think it's part of a bigger ability 
to discredit the government, discredit modern medicine, discredit science, and discredit health authorities. I think that's why Fauci is always at the top of this. He's always the big target number one. And if the virus came from a lab and not from nature, and especially if like the NIH under Fauci's leadership and the Eco Alliance are all part of this, then a lot of these kind of conspiratorial anti-vaccine people have an entity to blame. And, and it can also kind of fit into this anti-establishment, anti-government stance. See, look what the government does. They start a pandemic. So I do think there's some disingenuous grifting going on in the lab leak theory. I, I will always admit that, though, like I've said, I would not be surprised if the lab leak theory is true. Now, I also think that if the virus came from nature, if it's just something random and out of their control, I think that scares a lot of people, too. I think, I think the virus being something just random gets to a bigger issue of why a lot of people believe in theories is because they don't want to think that everything in the universe and life is just random. They want to think there's something bigger. And I think that's why a lot of people turn to these conspiracy theories. And I think in a sense, even I want it to come from a lab because it would show that the world is less random and that we do have control over things. I, I've really thought about that for a while. And I think there's a, that's a key layer to a lot of reasons why people want to believe in something bigger. And so I don't, I don't know if some of these government agencies that we have will actually ever come to a full, like comprehensive, a hundred percent certain, but it's just kind of interesting for me to see the back and forth between even our own government agencies, between the government and Hey, if they are, I mean, if the department of energy changed its mind, maybe there's evidence out there, something interesting that really will sway everyone. But I do think we need to stop saying that everyone who believes in the lab, theory, lab leak theory are conspiratorial. But then I also do think we have to stop these attacks on like our own institutions over the lab leak theory. And we also need to stop blaming Fauci or this witch hunt on Anthony Fauci because I think it's useless as well. We, we do have to remember that this happened in China. Safety pro protocols were lowered or violated there. And all these attacks on Fauci, on American health organizations, it kind of distracts us from the fact that it was mass, mass negligence in China that led to this more than anything. And we have to remember that the World Health Organization, as well as the Chinese government, are the ones that are not like cooperating with this. So I would say don't call everyone who believes in the lab leak conspiracy, conspiratorial because you would have to call the whole energy department and the FBI also that. But then also, like, Laura Ingram and Tucker Carlson, stop attacking Fauci because the real blame should be on, I think, the Chinese who kind of covered this up for too long. So, anyways, quick little Sunday episode. Let me know. Is it a lab leak? Is it naturally occurring? What's next? Let me know. Anyways, have a great rest of your Sunday. R regular programming starts tomorrow. Take care.